it, it's an encouraging point because sometimes yes. we can feel like, oh, I'm so sinful. I need mm -hmm. to, I need to fix myself first. But no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to fix yeah. ourselves. Praise the Lord for that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our third podcast of MindShift. I hope you've been enjoying the first and second episodes. And I, myself, Hannah, I'm here with Katie. And we'll be exploring to the third chapter of Steps to Christ. And it's titled Repentance. And we have found some striking differences between true and false repentance. And I hope you'll be learning something new things here. So, so first we're going to talk about false repentance. Yeah. And uh, there's some things you learned that you wanted to share. What are those things? Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. As I was reading, you know, I noticed there is similarities between the two. Mm -hmm. um, but in false repentance, like, yeah, when we realize we've done something wrong, mm -hmm. we're not really sorry for that thing. The only thing that we care about is avoiding the consequences or the suffering. And, you know, like even mm -hmm. after we make that mistake, even after maybe we are found out and other people know, you know, we're not really sorry. Like on the inside, we don't change. Mm -hmm. Like we might say okay. all the right things. We might say sorry. We might even change our actions mm -hmm. a little bit around other people. But, you know, by ourselves in our hearts. You know, nothing. Nothing's really changed. Mm, wow, like, it's still the same as before. That's that's very interesting. That can be scary at the same time because yeah. you know you're probably thinking, you know, I'm repenting. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm saying, Lord, forgive me. I did yes. this and I did that, but really, it's a mm -hmm. surface form of repentance yeah. where you're just saying those things because you fear the consequences. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't want yeah. those bad things to happen to you, but really in your heart, you're unturned away yeah. from those sins. You would go and do it again. Like wow, you wouldn't actually be like, you wouldn't actually change. Like you know, that kind of reminds you of, you know, how, you know, you're grow growing up and mm -hmm. you do something wrong and your mom comes and she's like, you know, why you did that? And then she like, <laughs> you know, she's going to tell you like, you know, because you did that, you're not going to have your toy for a week or you're going to be grounded. And because you fear those consequences, mm -hmm. consequences next time, you're you're not going to do it, yeah. at least not in front of her or yes. when she's around. But really, mm -hmm. um, surely you have not understand your mistake and you yeah. don't have true sorrow mm -hmm. for what you did. So really there is no form of repentance yeah, there. Because as soon as your parents turn their back, mm -hmm. you're still going to go and try to do right, that again. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. And as funny as it seems, like being kids, we do that. But actually, there's bigger examples or bigger scales mm -hmm. of examples in, in the Bible. Yeah. And I know you have some examples that you'll like to share with us today. Yeah, so one of the examples that we saw was about Pharaoh mm -hmm. with Moses when um, Moses came and he mm -hmm. told him to let the people of Israel go. And Pharaoh's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And so because he did that, God told him, you know, you're not letting my people go. I'm going to send plagues on you. Right. And so Pharaoh and all of his people were suffering a lot with all of these things. And Pharaoh would be like, okay, I'll let, you, I'll let your mm -hmm. people go. But as soon as they would get ready to go, he would be like, no. Mm -hmm. And then more plagues would come. Mm -hmm. And they kind of went back and forth. But Pharaoh wasn't sorry mm -hmm. that he was... Um, fighting against God mm -hmm. like that didn't matter to him that wasn't right. what made him repent before he mm -hmm. was only sorry because all of these bad things were happening to him right. and his people right. and yeah it was it wasn't until the worst suffering came when God you know s mm -hmm. slew all of the firstborn that Pharaoh let them go mm -hmm. and even then he didn't want to he, he right. chased after them and was he going to try to, to bring them back mm -hmm. um, and another example that we see is with Judas when he sold Jesus <laughs> when he betrayed mm -hmm. him yeah, he wasn't really sorry that he sold Jesus. Like, he didn't mm -hmm. see it as a sinful thing. The only reason he was sorry was because he had this idea that Jesus would try to free himself. Mm -hmm. You know, 
he thought that he was setting up the stage for Jesus to, you know, show his power and, you know, become the king and everything. Right. But when Jesus didn't do that, you know, Judas wasn't, yeah, he was only sorry because things didn't turn out the way he wanted them to. The way to. he wanted. <laughs> so. Wow, that's really powerful. And Judas even went to, this, to, the, to the extent of killing himself. He, yeah. he committed suicide and you might think maybe, probably he, he had repentance, you know. Mm. Maybe he was really sorry for what he did. But there's also a statement here um, mm. talking about Judas. And it says, The consequences that were to result to him filled him with terror, but there was no deep, heartbreaking yeah. grief in his sorrow that he had destroyed the spotless son of God and delight, mm -hmm. denied the Holy One of Israel. Yeah. So there was no this fear of God. There was no this really realization of what mm -hmm. he had really done. Yeah. It was just, man, he's not the, the person I expected him yeah. to be. And uh, mm -hmm. that that's very interesting, thinking of um, false repentance. So if there's false repentance, then... What does true repentance look like? Exactly. Now we want to find out because, you know, if we're leaving the false types of repentance... Mm -hmm. We really need the Lord to show us what yes. true repentance really is. Yeah, so like I mentioned before, there are some similarities between false repentance and true repentance. And the one similarity is, you know, we're still sorry for something. Right. But the way we are sorry is really different. Mm -hmm. And true repentance, yeah, we're sorry for our sins. And maybe we're still scared, you know, even like in false repentance. But it's from the sense that like, um, you know, we realize what we have done is wrong and we've disobeyed God. And we know that his way is right, and we know that we didn't follow that way. Mm. And even though we feel bad, and even though, like I said, we might feel scared, mm. even throughout all of that, we still remember that God loves us. Mm. And we have an actual desire to change. Mm. So instead of just trying to hide and to cover up, like in false repentance, right. you know, we realize, yeah, we did something wrong. We need to do something about that. Mm. And, yeah. So yeah, and the book also, different. yeah, it definitely talks about it and... Um, just basically says, you know, you have a sorrow from a sin, but there's also turning away from mm -hmm. it in the heart. Yeah. And there is born in your heart this this new desire to know God and mm -hmm. to to obey Him. And you see yourself as you are. You yeah. see yourself in that mirror reflected. Mm -hmm. You see yourself who you truly are yeah. as that sinner. And and then you look and, and you see the cross and you see Calvary and mm -hmm. you see Jesus and, and you see the contrast and mm -hmm. really what you have done and what what are you doing to him as well? Yeah. And so when you see that contrast, you're you're broken, mm -hmm. and and you say, "Wow, Lord, forgive me, <laughs> I'm yes. a sinner." You're you're very humbled, and mm -hmm. and there's a, a a very good example of that, and that's mm -hmm. David. Yes, David's a really good example David. of true repentance. Exactly, and there's all the scripture songs of, of it mm -hmm. where it says, "Create in me a clean heart, O God, and yes. renew a right spirit mm -hmm. within me." And this is actually found in. Um, Psalms 51. It's also mm -hmm. called the Psalms of Repentance. Mm -hmm. And this truly illustrates what true repentance really yeah. is. He's not really trying to escape the judgment mm -hmm. of God, but he wants to honor God yeah. in his life. And that's another difference between mm -hmm. false repentance and true repentance. When we acknowledge mm -hmm. the wrong thing that we have done, we don't try to make any excuses for mm -hmm. it. We own up to what we've done. We own up to the fact that, yeah, it was bad. No, we shouldn't have done that. And yeah, we really need to change that's and so have a different way of doing things and live for Right. Yeah. Right. So only a sinner yeah. needs a savior. And so yes. <laughs> recognizing and acknowledging that is probably the first mm -hmm. step. And, and you know, we, we're, we're sinful nature and mm -hmm. our heart really does not naturally yeah, yield. Yeah. But really when we get that opportunity to yield mm -hmm. to the power of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and that's when conviction takes hold of yes. our minds and our mm -hmm. hearts. And so in the process of repentance, the Holy Spirit 
plays a major role. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to talk about. How does yeah. how does what does the Holy Spirit does in this in this process of repentance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know, we can't even have repentance without the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because, like we said, you know, naturally, yes. we're only capable of false repentance. Mm-hmm. Like on our own, we can't. Like we don't even realize, like how bad our mm-hmm. sins are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Holy Spirit is the one who comes and works on our heart and actually helps us to see you know, the bad things mm-hmm. that we have done as being bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we when we realize that, he also points us back to Jesus as well to help us remember, you know, yeah, we did this bad thing, but mm-hmm. Jesus came and he made a way so that mm-hmm. we can be forgiven and we can change. Yeah, so we can be really grateful that Jesus left the Holy Spirit with us. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he didn't, he's our comforter. He yeah. leads us into all truth. Mm-hmm. And part of that truth is, you know, to, you are sanctified through the truth. And mm-hmm. so yeah. he leads us to that truth. That truth could be the, the knowledge of who you really are, right? Yeah. In that sense. And here it talks about how the Spirit of God is pleading with them to seek for those things that alone he can give. Those are mm-hmm. the grace of Christ, the joy of holiness. Mm-hmm. So really when someone says, man... You know, I feel this, like, I, I want to be more mm-hmm. holy. I want to be yeah. closer to Christ. And when you see someone, and even though their life is messed up, mm-hmm. whatever state they're in, if they are saying those things, really, then the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is working in their yeah. hearts. Something is happening yeah. in there. It comes out of nowhere. Nobody will see such things. Yeah, like, on our own. We wouldn't even mm-hmm. desire that or, exactly. or say that, you know, express it in any way. Mm-hmm. And there's also one other thing I want to, to mention is, you know, when the Holy Spirit shows us what we really are and when mm-hmm. he shows us our, our sins, this is not an easy experience. Mm. It can be intensely painful. It can be really hard. It can be something that maybe we don't want to go through with. But it's that same experience that is when Jesus is drawing us to himself. Mm. You know, even though it's painful, even though it, it can really hurt. And because, you know, we don't want to see ourselves for what we really are. We oh want to yeah. believe <laughs> good things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We want to think that we're good people. But, you know, <laughs> really we are not. That is very true. And sometimes we can find ourselves as the Pharisee, you know, there's the Pharisee and the publican. And you might think, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. I do these things. I help people out. And, you know, and sometimes we don't really look deep down into. Yeah. And it's just actually the, the life is like life is like a da- it's a daily process. And mm-hmm. you're just being yeah. sanctified every day. Yeah. And the repentance you made 10 years ago is not going to account yeah. for the repentance you're going to make today. Mm-hmm. Right. So. It's just this process of, of pleading with the heart mm-hmm. of God, Lord, make me, make me to, to fall in love mm-hmm. more and more with you. Make me to love righteousness. Make me to love holiness, to yeah. be in your presence. Mm-hmm. Lord, I, I desire to be that. And so it's, it's, it's just very important that the, the role that humbleness mm-hmm. play in this role and that um, this is something that Christ also can give yeah. us. And he can give us mm-hmm. repentance to our hearts. And there's also one other <laughs> important point. Um, since we're talking about repentance and, you know, how this is Jesus drawing us to mm-hmm. himself, we need to remember that we don't have to wait for this experience of repentance before we can come to Christ. We can come to him anyway. That's a very good point. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to wait even to feel sorry for our sins. If we understand, you know, what Jesus has done for us and we feel that, that, that like, I, wa- I want, I want mm-hmm. to come to him, just come. Don't wait because, you know, he's the only one who can help us have repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, as he sends his Holy Spirit to work on our heart and help us to see the like how bad sin is yeah we yeah. have to come to him first in order to have this this experience of repentance that we're talking that's, about that's a beautiful point so you know our online audience if you're listening to this and you've been feeling the nudging of the holy spirit mm-hmm. and you're like man i want to reform this part of my life and 
And sometimes you just try to change yourself before you come to God, but he's just telling you, come unto me, all mm-hmm. you're thirsting who are hungry, come unto me. I will give you life. And in that presence of Christ is where you receive forgiveness, where you'll be able to reform your life and you confess your sins. And that whole process is something that God gives to us. Mm-hmm. And this is what we see in Acts chapter 5, 31, I believe, mm-hmm. where it says, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord gives repentance. Christ mm-hmm. gives to, gives mm-hmm. the repentance to the people of Israel. So, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. a really beautiful point. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's an encouraging point because sometimes yes. we can feel like, oh, I'm so sinful. I need, mm-hmm. to, I need to fix myself first. But, no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to fix yeah. ourselves. Praise the Lord for that. Awesome. And so we've seen how majorly, you know, the Holy Spirit plays a big role in this. But what about our will? You know, what what can we do on our part as well mm. in this in this process of repentance? I know we mentioned a little bit about how, you know, we need to come to God with whoever we are. Yeah. And you said it can be painful process as well. Yeah. But um, we must learn to come before God as mm. how we are. Yes. So the role of the will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it talks about here, like, you know, God's not going to force us to come to him. He, he's not going to come and be like, okay, mm-hmm. you did something wrong. Now come with me. We're going to fix it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, he, he's waiting for us. He's already done everything. He's waiting for us to, to make the decision to come to him. Mm-hmm. He's not going to make us repent or anything. If we don't want to come, we don't have to. But if we want to, he's, he's waiting there for us. Mm-hmm. And he will welcome us with open arms. He's not going to push us away even if we're really sinful, even if we've done mm-hmm. bad things. Yeah, he's just waiting for us to come and yeah. ask him to help us. That's so true, because there's no doubt on Christ's part that yeah. he wants us to be righteous, mm-hmm. that he wants us to be holy. He illustrated that to the utmost. Yeah. You know, he died for us every day. He's waiting for us. And really, it's obvious on his part that mm-hmm. he really wants all men to be saved. He really wants yeah. us to, to come to know him. But this is one thing of God's character, and that is the foundation of God's government is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, if love is going to be the principle in the in the governing system, then he can't force us. Yeah. Love can't force and us. force are yes, they cannot coexist. <laughs> exactly. And if we want to refer to this that as you're studying, this is where it talks uh, um steps to Christ, where it says, Christ is ready to set us free from sin, but he does not force the will. Mm-hmm. And if by persistent transgression the will itself is wholly bent on evil and that we do not desire to be set free. If we will not accept his grace, what more can he do? Yeah. So yeah. there's, you know, there's a, not a condition, but there's, you know, there's a limit to this also where if you're saying you keep refusing, then there's no way that God can force you. Yeah. He has showed and demonstrated mm-hmm. his love to you mm-hmm. that it is our part to come to him and to receive that, yeah. that repentance. And that, that goes back into our question about the Holy Spirit and what mm-hmm. role does the Holy Spirit plays. You know, if we keep pushing away the Holy Spirit, when he convicts us of mm-hmm. our sins, you know, eventually we're just not going to hear him anymore. You know, it talks in here that, you know, our, our hearts will become hard. Mm-hmm. Our our will will become depraved. Our understanding will be benumbed. You know, we won't be able to see clearly. We'll be less able and less inclined to yield to the pleading of the Holy Spirit. Um, so it's an important thing to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, when we do hear his voice, to just come right away. Um, it goes back into you know don't wait until mm. you're you procrastination right <laughs> yes <laughs> you can procrastinate your assignments but eh? be careful when you procrastinate on, on god yeah. and the holy spirit speaking to you and mm-hmm. we see the results of procrastinating on assignments that's true <laughs> there's it's consequences be worse. <laughs> it's going to be way worse if we procrastinate with the holy spirit mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah we need to really take to heart that you know if we do something wrong just come like 
don't listen to your feelings mm. because God's already said that he loves us. He's already shown that he's made a way for mm-hmm. us to be forgiven. Yeah, just come yeah. down. Don't wait. <laughs> and that's where the enemy attacks you, you know, yeah. the faith and it really takes mm-hmm. takes a hold of those opportunities and make you feel guilty yes. and that you are you are your sins basically. But yeah. mm-hmm. but Christ in his mercy distinguishes us and the sinner and he mm-hmm. loves the sinner so yes. much, you know, no matter where we are, whatever state we are, but Obviously, he doesn't. He doesn't like the yeah. sin, and that's why he yeah. he's. But just because he doesn't, just because he hates the sins that we do, doesn't mean he hates exactly. us. Exactly. He doesn't identify us with our sins exactly. like the devil tries to mm-hmm. to make us believe. So. Wow, beautiful. So we've seen, you know, what repentance is. It's really turning away from our sin and being covered in our hearts, and that is something that God can give us. So mm-hmm. our part is to come before Him, yes. no matter how we feel. And then as we feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, mm-hmm. then we can come to him and we can yes. receive repentance and that whole process of a Christian walk. Yes. And so what are some things that we can do, though, like to to help us, in a sense, prevent mm-hmm. prevent from, you know, falling into the same sins, you know, to keep us guarded, to yeah. keep us guarded. To help from to build us up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so like one of the main things is, you know, God gave us his word. Right. And this is where we find a lot of the promises that mm-hmm. help us to overcome. So one of the things we can do is to study God's word, to read it each day, mm-hmm. and to pray as we read, asking God to help us to understand and to mm-hmm. work in us through the things that we read to make mm-hmm. us different, to change us. Um, yes. yes, that's so true because it also pr- talks about here how the word of God presents to you who God is, the character of mm-hmm. God, and the law of God, and mm-hmm. Basically, the law of God, it's also called the law of liberty. It's, it's something that shows mm-hmm. you who you really are. And so at every point of our life, we can say, you know, where am I? Like compared to the standards that God has for me. And so checking up on those those standards and also the word of God convicts us of our sins. Yeah, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. it speaks to you in a way like these words are written, I don't know, a long time ago, but they still speak to us in such mm-hmm. a way, cutting through our hearts and really getting to the roots of our sins. And that can be lust, that can be contempt, that can be anger. And so that's also another thing. When we come to God, not only just say, you know, just the consequences or the things that, w- that mm-hmm. happen to us, but really, Lord, help me to get to the root of this. Yeah. Why am I the way, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing these things? Why we're angry and why we have the different things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, you feel, you find yourself maybe watching certain things that you mm-hmm. feel like you don't want to watch, but... Maybe you're doing those things because you have insecurity problems. Maybe you're yeah. doing those things because mm-hmm. you're angry against someone. Mm-hmm. So that's also a prayer that we can uplift. Like, Lord, mm-hmm. help me to get to the root yes. of what, what, what I am doing those things. Mm-hmm. And you can identify those things and you can actually work through those things. Mm-hmm. And you can yeah. get coaching, counseling, and to help you also those, those mm-hmm. traumas or processes that you may have. Yeah. Awesome. What yes. else can we do? Is there any other things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We can study the word of God and I guess continuously looking up to Christ. Yeah, That's looking to him because you know, most of the time we get into problems is when we take our eyes off of Christ, mm-hmm. when we forget about who he is and what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. When we start to look at ourselves or at mm-hmm. our sins, that's when wow. that's often when we fall <laughs> right. again or when you know, we just get discouraged and then we just don't try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's important to keep looking up to Jesus and also to, to talk about um, who he is I and what he's that. done mm-hmm. because our words react upon it yes our, on our thoughts that's so, so true mm-hmm. yeah so it's important to actually talk about those things yeah yeah as well yeah the, you know the, your thoughts and feelings they make mm-hmm. up your moral character and what you yes. say affects how you feel how you feel affects the way how you act mm-hmm. 
this whole thing is, is it's very real because yeah. <laughs> I've seen it in my lifetime and time yeah. again and so practically you know there are many things you can mm-hmm. make sure that you're looking up to Christ and mm-hmm. are talking about Christ and then what kind of sphere of atmosphere that you have your friends mm-hmm. you know um, you could talk about in your education system where you're working mm-hmm. and just try to fill those atmosphere with Christ likeness mm-hmm. and uh, giving time for your devotions and mm-hmm. giving time for outreach as well you know, yeah. it's not only you get input and put yeah, input. <laughs> when you have an opportunity actually to go outreach mm-hmm. and to witness to other people, sure. it does something to your faith. Yeah, it, it does, does something to your faith. Yeah. Totally deepens yeah. your relationship. <laughs> wow, so this has been a, an amazing journey, and mm-hmm. um, there's more that can be said, but a lot more. <laughs> a lot more that can be said, but these were just some of the questions that popped up, and uh, something that we prayed that it will it will touch your heart, mm-hmm. and that we we wanted to make repentance a little simpler and not mm-hmm. complicated. Yes, and so <laughs> and not something so scary. Not something so scary because it can feel scary. Sometimes. That's true. That's true. And, and so. God is very friendly. He's very friendly. <laughs> he can be your friend. He's very gentle. He's a mm-hmm. gentle God. This is true. So that's our appeal for you today. Mm-hmm. Come to God as whatever messed mm-hmm. up person you may think you are. Just come to him as you are, and the Lord will grant you repentance. And in the process of time, just listen to the nudging of the Holy Spirit. And um, you'll find yourself falling in love more and more to God. And you can you will understand that you can tr- you can rely on God and you can trust in him. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being here with us. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please tune in back for our fourth episode as we go into this journey of exploring Christ and how to be his disciples. Stay blessed. <laughs>